0: Welcome to the L podcast. I'm your host, Liz Kopko. This podcast is about L's letting go what doesn't serve you, learning who we are and what we want out of life, leveling up to live it to the fullest, and most importantly, loving ourselves in the process. So let's figure out this thing called life together. Here we go. Good morning. Happy whatever day you're listening to this. Uh, It's a tuesday for me when i'm recording but november is national diabetes awareness month so i really want to take some time to talk about diabetes to talk about you know awareness knowing what the symptoms are talked about that in the last episode but also just in general living with a chronic illness and so first of all what does a chronic illness mean well it's in the name chronic that means ongoing, kind of, there's no end date, right? It's just every day for the rest of your life that you live with an illness. And so diabetes is a chronic illness because there's no cure for, regardless of what type, so there's type one, there's type two, regardless of what type you live with, there's no cure, unfortunately. For type two, you can hear sometimes people put it into remission and that is possible, but it's possible for a very like small percentage of the population. Like it's not something that absolutely everyone can achieve. It depends on how long you've had it, when you were diagnosed, like there's a lot of things that impact whether or not you can put it into remission. And so that's what living with a chronic illness is. That's what it means to live with something for the rest of your life. Right. And When i was diagnosed at the age of 23 it really changed my perspective on what healthy means right we hear all the time like healthy eating living a healthy life but like what does that actually mean and since i was diagnosed that definition has changed so for me before i was diagnosed healthy meant being thin being muscular you know having abs It meant eating only salads, never eating out. That's what I thought healthy meant. But after I was diagnosed, I realized, and even since I was diagnosed, my definition has changed over time. So healthy, I think there's no one definition. I wanna start there. There's no one definition because healthy means different things for different people. And even for a person like myself, it means different things at different points of my life. So at one point when I was first diagnosed, healthy meant having an A1C, having my blood work look good. That's If that's all I had, then I considered that healthy. My definition now would probably be having a good balance between my physical and mental health and prioritizing that. And so what I mean by that is there's no way that i'm ever going to have you know quote unquote perfect health and i'm okay with that so part of being healthy for me is coming to terms and accepting that my health is never going to be absolutely perfect there's never going to be a time where i'm eating the right you know perfect nutrition and first of all perfect's like that's not a a thing right i I hope we all know that (laughs) but like there's never going to be a time where I'm eating a perfect nutrition meal, I'm drinking the exact amount of water I should be drinking, I'm sleeping exactly eight hours, I'm exercising every day. Like, I don't think I've ever achieved that in my life where I've done all those things to achieve quote unquote perfect health. Because it's impossible, it's unattainable, right? Like, if I had all the time in the world, and I didn't have a full time job, and I didn't, you know, like live during the pandemic, maybe I could achieve that. Like, I think that's something that, you know, celebrities can achieve because they can pay someone to cook for them or pay someone to watch their kids, right? So we have to, part of my definition of being healthy is setting those standards for myself, not letting other people set that standard for me of what I think being healthy is and also what it takes for me to be healthy for myself. And so it's different for people with a chronic illness, because, like I said, my definition of healthy is having that balance. Because there's going to be days where, because I live with diabetes, my physical health is shit. Like I feel like crap. I'm throwing up. I'm nauseous. Um, I'm, you know, I just feel really tired all the time. But my mental health is okay. Like I can mentally handle when I'm physically sick. And there's other times where it's the opposite, right? where I feel great, I'm drinking water, I'm sleeping okay, physically I feel fine, but mentally, like I am in the dark, I'm in the deep and it is not a good place for me. So if I can find somewhere in the middle where like physically I feel okay, maybe not my best, but I'm also not my worst, right? And mentally, same thing, I'm maybe not at my best, but I'm also not crying all the time. So I will take that as a win. If I can be somewhere in the middle there, like that for me is my definition of healthy. Now, but for anyone who doesn't live with diabetes, right, like their definition is going to look different, right? It might be being able to run a marathon under a certain time, or it might be not having acid reflux after eating certain meals, right? So. That definition, first of all, I want everyone to be able to make that definition for themselves. And part of that is also explaining your definition to your healthcare provider, to your doctor, because I think doctors have a very like rigid definition of what healthy means, and they try to fit everyone into that box, into that definition, and that doesn't work, right? We've all learned that all of our bodies are different, we have different lives, different lifestyles, And so it's impossible to try to force everyone to fit into this very narrow definition. And so I've talked to my doctor about like, okay, my goal for, you know, quote unquote, being healthy is to bring my numbers down and to be able to eat a burger without having a lot, without having a mental breakdown, basically. And so we're on the same page of like, okay, we know that we're not gonna achieve this impossible number, but we wanna get it somewhere in the middle. We just Our goal is to just lower it, not to lower it to a certain number, but just to lower it, right? So having that conversation with your provider, I think is still a huge step forward in making sure that your health is a priority and that you're going in the direction that you want to with your health, whatever your goals are. So we all have different definitions. Now, like I said, living with diabetes, living with a chronic illness, we have bad days. And when I say bad days, like I don't mean like, oh, I'm on my period, I'm having a bad day. No, bad day actually means like bad month, bad year, right? It's a lot longer because it is chronic, right? It's never ending. And so when we have these bad days, like for example, I think one bad day for me that really pops into my head is, when you know we we started trying to conceive it this was probably back in like march or april i was trying really hard to keep my blood sugar levels within a certain range because that's what it needs to be during pregnancy and so i wanted to try to mimic that before i was pregnant so i could get used to it because it's a very like strict regime of like what i can eat how much i can eat how much medication how much insulin i have to take and so it's It's a huge like mental load to change my lifestyle. And so I tried to do it ahead of time. It was such a mental fuck to like be so obsessed with numbers and what I'm eating and how much I'm eating. And despite trying my best to do all of those things, like my blood sugar levels were not where they needed to be. Like I was still not meeting the pregnancy target goal. And I felt so frustrated that like i'm trying everything i'm doing everything the doctor told me to do and i'm still not achieving where i need to be and i felt like such a failure that like no matter what i do i'm never going to be good enough like i'm never going to achieve this like and of course me being me i spiraled right like i spiraled my thoughts went all over the place like well if i can't do this how can i even be a mother and you know that's a whole different conversation for a different day but I was having a really bad day and i was so frustrated with having diabetes and frustrated that i have to do all this extra shit just to get pregnant when you know other people who don't have this disease don't have to do it and i it was just too much in that moment and that was a really bad day where i just broke down crying in my closet like in that moment i hated having diabetes because it felt so unfair that i'm trying so hard and i'm still not able to do this. And it's those bad days and and like I said I have many of those. Like there's many days where I'm just so frustrated with living with diabetes that like all I can do is cry. Like I no matter what I do my sugars don't listen, they don't do what they're supposed to do and and all I can do is cry. Because it is such a mental burden sometimes too of living with a chronic illness of it's a full-time job right on top of our already full-time jobs. And so when I have these bad days, it reminds me how much I need to cherish when I'm having good days. And so when, when I'm having a good day, like it's not that I'm at my best, it's that for me, my definition of a good day is that I'm not at my worst, right? And I think those are slightly two different things, right? So it's being at my best means I've, you know, like. I've slept really well. I've been able to drink water. I've been feeling my mental health is great. And there are days where I do have, you know, my best days where like today was just so good. I feel good. I'm thinking good, like overall a good day. And there's also days where I still consider them good days because I'm not crying in my closet, right? Like I will take that as a win. And when you're living with a chronic illness, like, we have to cherish those moments so much because we we know what it's like to not have those days right we know what it's like to have bad days to be pushed so close to the edge for just existing and it's so hard but when i have those good days when i have those days where i'm not at my worst it makes me just so thankful that like oh i'm so glad yesterday's over like i'm so glad that i'm past that is it going to come again probably most likely but right now i just need to be thankful that i'm not in that moment and so when i have those good days it it's it feels different and that's something that people without a chronic illness don't experience all the time like yes you might have bad days if you don't live with chronic illness because life sucks right life happens you get fired your you know partner dumps you like those will also cause you to have a bad day right but you can change that like right you can find another partner you can find another job we can't find another body we can't change having a chronic illness this is something that we're stuck with that we have to deal with and and it sucks like there's no other way to say that but yeah it sucks and so what i what I wanted to talk about for this episode is not just setting that definition of what healthy is and and challenging it and asking you to challenge your definition and really think about what does being healthy mean to you but also talking about like I realized this the other day as I was thinking about you know my good versus bad days is that even on a good day even on my best day my best day is still, living with diabetes like and and i i want to talk about that because i've realized it has a lot of you know weight on it and it it, it has a lot of weight on on like my my i don't want to say conscience but like my my happiness sometimes because when i live with diabetes and with a chronic illness depression can also be a chronic illness and i live with both yay um I always feel like I'm behind. And what I mean by that is I'm trying to do all the things that people without a chronic illness do, right? I'm trying to, you know, be a good wife. I'm trying to become a mother. I'm trying to, you know, navigate my career. I'm trying to do things that also society expects us to do, like right, we expect we're expected as a member of society to contribute, right? So I'm also supposed to volunteer. I'm also supposed to help my neighbor, right? And and those are great things to do, don't get me wrong. And I wanna do those things, but I'm supposed to do those things and still manage li- just existing and still manage when I'm on my bad days. And I'm doing all of those things while being so tired. and tired has a different definition when you live with a chronic illness as well for me tired isn't oh i stayed up too late watching tv and i only got three hours of sleep so now i'm tired yes i have those two but tired also means being physically tired being mentally tired being emotionally tired it's all of these things together that means tired and so i feel like whenever someone asks me like hey how are you doing my response is oh i'm tired and most of the times i don't mean that like i need more sleep i mean yes i always need more sleep i think we all do (laughs) but it usually always means like i'm either emotionally tired mentally tired physically tired a combination of all three because living with a chronic illness like i said i'm trying to do all these things that you know quote unquote normal people do And I hate that term, like normal is relative. Normal means different things. I'm trying to do all these things that a person without a chronic illness does on top of trying to manage a disease, on top of, I do all of those things while I'm tired. I do all those things with very limited energy, very limited um, motivation because a lot of my energy and motivation goes to behind the scenes, right? It goes to checking my blood sugar levels. It goes to taking my medications. It goes to basically living with a chronic illness is like having a toddler with you at all times that throws a tantrum and you tell it don't do something and it does something else and it's it's exhausting, right? Imagine trying to carry around a three-year-old that wants your attention all the time and doesn't listen to you and is just like so mean to you and it hurts you and it bites you. Like it would be really hard to get anything done. Right. I don't know how moms do it or parents do it, but that's what it's like to live with a chronic illness. Sometimes like we're trying to do everything that everyone else is also doing that everyone else expects us to still do yet. We're doing it while trying to take care of this damn toddler. (laughs) And so it's, it's really difficult. So I always feel like I'm behind, like I'm always trying to catch up because diabetes is always like taking most of my attention and most of my time. And nowadays, like we have things in place like the American um, Disabilities Act that is supposed to make things more accessible to us. So anyone living with a chronic illness or with a disability, they should have accommodations at work, at school is that always true? Absolutely not. There, you know, people getting um, enough sick days, like that's not a thing for everyone. People having access to like stools so they don't have to stand a lot of the time because diabetes can impact your nerves in your feet. That's not always a thing. Having, you know, a long enough lunch break, having access to like mental health resources. Like I could go on and on about how there's still such a huge gap in, um, in having those things in place in schools and in workplaces. But like that is just a very small attempt at trying to help us, people living with a chronic illness kind of catch up (laughs) or at least set the change, the expectation of how much we should be achieving, how fast we should be achieving it. And that's all stupid. Like I hope to achieve things that I want to achieve at a time that feels comfortable for me. And so part of living with a chronic illness is also setting our own expectations for what we want to do with our lives. Because so much of my time and energy gets, goes to managing my diabetes, I have to be realistic that I can't do everything and be everything to everyone. And that can be really hard because before I was diagnosed, I tried and I was that for, for a while. Like I was everything to everyone all the time and to know that I was able to do that and now I can't like, oh, that's so frustrating, you guys like so frustrating and even for people who were born with a chronic illness, like they've never had that experience, but sometimes society still expects us to do that, to try to achieve that and it's unrealistic. And so then we end up beating ourselves up because we can't reach these unattainable goals. I've realized and I've come to terms that even on my best days I'm still going to be living with diabetes. I'm still going to be not on the same, you know, quote-unquote health level as someone who doesn't live with diabetes. And and that's okay. Like I don't have to compare my health and my health journey to someone else's, right? We have different lives, we have different access to things. You should never compare but for someone who doesn't live with a chronic illness like what i want you to take away from this episode is to learn right to to come to an understanding of where we're coming from what our day to day looks like because we also need your support like if you could help us out at work or you know help out more at home if you even like little things of trying to help us to make our day-to-day easier. And one example could be like warming up the heat pad for us so that way we can rest for a little bit more and use it, or going to pick up our prescriptions, or, um, you know, rearranging the furniture so it's easier for our wheelchair to go through, right? Like these sound like little things that like, Oh, yeah, well, that's a no-brainer. But for a lot of people, that's a brainer. (laughs) Like, for a lot of people, they don't think about these things that impact our day-to-day. Imagine if you were in a wheelchair and you had to move the furniture every time, every day, just to get around in your own house. Like, how fucking frustrating. If someone else could help do that for you, and so you don't have to do that one extra thing just to exist every day, like, that would be a huge help. For us, it's a huge help. For you, that's a minor task. And so I want you to understand that living with a chronic illness, even on our best days, still has obstacles. And we are still trying every single day to fight and to try to live our best lives despite the obstacles that we have to face every day. So I know that was a lot. (laughs) I'm just very passionate about talking about this because it, it impacts me. I live this every day, right? And for a lot of people that live with a chronic illness, they they feel like a burden like i sometimes feel like a burden that like oh i hate that my husband you know i have more bad days and i can't be there for him all the time but my husband's great and he's understanding and he knows that i have a lot more bad days than he does and that's okay and so he you know we adjust the distribution of roles of chores of things like that like there's going to be times where i don't feel good and he has to do more of the household chores. There's going to be days where he doesn't feel good, right? Like it's give and take and it's adjusting and it's living day to day. One of the things that I'm trying to do more as a person that lives with a chronic illness with diabetes is to just live one day at a time. Like there's so much uncertainty with a chronic illness that like, and and I'll I'll quickly talk about this because this could be a whole episode in itself. Like Anytime, like if if I'm sitting down right now, like I'm sitting in my desk chair, if I'm sitting down and my foot starts to fall asleep a little, like a person without a chronic illness, without diabetes would think like, oh yeah, my foot's falling asleep because I'm sitting on it. For me, my first thought is, oh shit, is that diabetic neuropathy? Like are my nerve endings being damaged by my diabetes? Like complications is a huge thing that's like, I feel always lurking in the shadows. And for people with chronic illnesses, like that's another thing, another worry that we're always thinking about what complications are around the corner or like, what is my life going to look like a year from now, 10 years from now? And so sometimes I feel like that we live with that extra fear and trying to live day by day and not worry too much about the future is, like I said, something I'm trying to work on. but. I don't want to I don't want this episode to be much longer. So, when you're healthy is still living with a chronic illness, I want you to know that like that means you're a badass. Like that means you're you're doing way more than people without a chronic illness do and and I hope you're really really proud of yourself because I'm super proud of you. We kick ass. We do it. Sometimes we do it without complaining. Sometimes we do it even with a smile. I don't always. I will definitely let you know that I'm grumpy. <laughs> but We try our hardest and that is all anyone can ask of us. So I'm proud of you. We got this. Let's keep talking about it. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. If this episode was helpful, please share it with your mom, your friend, your neighbor, everyone. Help me spread this word as far as possible because we can all use a friend that gets us and that's there for us. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next episode.